Happy 420. 420! Welcome to Stone Cold Murder. We are your hosts, Kai and B. Thanks for tuning in for Season 1, Episode 7. Just a PSA, if you are listening and have any information that you would like to share to help solve a crime, please go to www.crimestoppers.com. I'd like to introduce our guest today, Jacob. <laughs> Hello. Woo! How goes it? Hey. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thanks for being on the show. Of course, of course. We appreciate it. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Good, good, yeah, good. Nice Friday. How are you guys doing? Good, doing good. Nice. Stone, tired, glad, mm-hmm. good. Yep. Happy, a little giddy. Goosey, goosey. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Kai good. is extra goofy today, so y'all are in for a treat. Sometimes she's a little serious on the the pod. I think the last couple episodes have been starchly serious. I'm excited (laughs) to see her loosen up a little bit. Yes. Nice. I'm loose. So we got some interview questions for you. Oh, all right. So I'll go first. What's your favorite stoned memory? Favorite stoned memory? One of the first times I hung out with my good friend, Spencer. Okay. Um, shout out to Spencer. Shout out Spence. <laughs> <laughs> Went Buffalo Wild Wings after eating food, got high in the parking lot. Mm. Didn't really know this guy. And I look over, he just puts on some EDM, starts banging his head hard. Just like, like no one's watching, no one is judging him or anything. And I thought it was super weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> but after watching him do it um, for a while, I was You're just like, like, oh, that's a cool I'm sure the weed started setting in at that point. You're like, I'm down. Yeah, and I was in it. It tight. And then what? So you weren't like super close friends mm-hmm. at that point. And then did that make you better friends after that? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's oh, a touching Spencer. moment. Yeah. <laughs> weed brings people together. Bring yeah, friendships true. together. True. That's how you became family. <laughs> family. Family and friends. That's what I call my friends. <laughs> Become family. This is family. Family. <laughs> what true crime case freaks you out to this day? Do you have one? Are you a true crime man? Hmm. I don't know if I've heard enough. It can be anything. Like, it can be something that you know you heard growing up as a kid. Like I can say I was a, the same age as John Bonet when that all that happened, and that messed me up. It's so eerie when I think about it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was almost in my own backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, super close, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the only one I can pretty much recall now is just the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. Oh, yeah. Dahmer, yeah. That yeah, stays with you. Totally. It's yeah. haunting. Yeah. And that they did didn't pretty... correlate all of it right away? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. That's pretty freaky. Yeah, mm-hmm. despite everything else he did. Yeah. yeah. Do you have one that really freaks you out? Um, well, it's a local one, too. Um, it was a little girl... Her name was, I think, Elizabeth, but I can't recall her last name. Ridgeway. Elizabeth Ridgeway. Um, Your memory. Yeah. I um, had just started working at King Supers at the time, and I was, like, doing training and stuff on computers. And I remember, like, looking over to the TV, and everybody was just, like, gathered around it. And I, like, peeked out, and they were talking about this little girl who went missing, and they couldn't find her. And eventually, a couple days later, they found her murdered in, like, um, one of those little drainage ditch thing. I remember this. Yeah, and it was her neighbor, I want to believe, or a stepbrother. But it's somebody young. It was like another kid. Yeah. 
not much older than yeah. her. And they like wow. had found her backpack scattered in a different place. Oh. I think it was her stepbrother. Yeah. That and it was like, that was in Westminster, I think. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was. It was very close to like a place that I had been, you know, at mm-hmm. the time. And I it was just stuck with me, you know. So I think there was like a jealousy one. thing, that's what they I think so. Had thought yeah. that she was. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's disturbing. Recently, with that case where the girl was driving on Indiana and somebody threw the the rock. rock. So what's so eerie about that for me is I drove by a couple weeks ago and I noticed there was a camera crew out there. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I hadn't heard about it yet. That's why they were out there. And now there's where the camera crew was. There's a memorial. There's just something eerie about when you go to these places, like visiting um, the well, I didn't go in the house, obviously, but driving by the house, the Watts guy. Mm. Like, yeah. there is a weird feeling when you go, even just Close entering that neighborhood. I, I'm, I'm sure people don't want to continue living there. Yeah, that's, I it. think that's why a lot of them get, like, ripped down. Like, a lot of the buildings mm-hmm. and houses or whatever don't survive. It's sitting there, and there's a sign in the window that says, please do not leave anything. Because people were kept trying to memorialize yeah. it. And... Yeah, there's just, there's a whole vibe about it. Yeah. Like, somebody still mows the grass and everything, but, oh, I don't Jeez. know. Yeah. yeah it's geez. sitting empty. Nobody can buy it because there's, like, a like something million dollar lien or something like that on it, and the house isn't worth that much. So, Jeez. yeah. Sorry, I got it on my No, it's, it's crazy. Just, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> I can't believe this is my question. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What's the strangest thing you've you have smoked out of? Okay, let's see. (laughs) I'm gonna have to think about this one. Like everybody's done the Coke can or something. Yeah, water bottle, Coke can, apple, Apple. (laughs) (laughs) pumpkin Mm -hmm. for Halloween. Don't not. Yep. Okay. Narrow my narrow my things down. Um, (laughs) It could still be one though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Strangest thing. I've ever done it probably out of a fruit. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Banana. Ever a banana out of a gourd. Yeah. Gourd? <laughs> Jonas no. made one out had of a potato. Yeah, but didn't take it. Yeah. Didn't take it? No. Regrettable. Kind of hard. How about an onion? Ew. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it might add a little spice. Immediately. No. Immediately. No. Uh, jalapeno? Yes. Immediately. No. You wouldn't smoke out of a jalapeno? Actually, I might smoke it once. It hurt. Yeah. Oh, bad. <gasps> yeah, that yeah. mm-hmm. How about a talkie? <laughs> <laughs> I would if I was drunk enough. He's like, mm, tasty. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite stoned activity? Ooh. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Close second. Um, <laughs> it changes. Recently, there's this game out. You play as a cat. You like parkour through abandoned cities. Yeah. And it is just so chill. You find little sleeping spots to take a nap. There's dope music all the time. And you're just jumping around and finding stuff. So he is just hoping someday he is reincarnated. Carnated. Would not be mad. (laughs) As a cat. Yeah. Cat would be a good gig. Like a lot of napping involved. You You can be like, you know. In a crappy mood, and people just put up with it because you're a cat. I'm a cat. I'm gonna scratch you. I don't like you. I'm gonna push <laughs> this bottle around. I would want to be a whale, actually. You want to be a what? Wow. Whale. Part of Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moon. 
to like the size of a car and that blew my mind. Whoa. It's crazy. But also amazing. It is amazing. It's like, how can you do that big? Right. And then the ocean is vast enough to support it. The ocean, yeah. The, yeah. That All that is just mind-blowing. It's scary. <laughs> it's funny hearing about big things and then you see little things. I saw a little yeah. nano salamander. Oh. Um, fits on the tip of your finger. Oh. It's just like a full little salamander. But that's so cute. Mm-hmm. Little tiny mm-hmm. organs inside that little right. body. Right. I'm glad that we started on this note because it's a happy note. And then I'm going to bring you guys really <laughs> down. That's fine. I'm going to just like destroy the happy note. Do you guys feel high before we start? Just chilling. Do we smoke before we start? Chilling. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into the case and the disappearance of Jelani Day. Jelani Day? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this case? No. Nope. Saturday, September 4th at 9.47 a.m., searchers found a naked body floating in the Illinois River near Illinois Route 251 Bridge. The body was described as being male or female, black or white. Wow. Six foot, one inch frame and what? very decomposed. That's all? Yeah, they said, can't tell the gender, can't tell the race. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that what? really narrows it down. We are looking for a black or white or male or female. Yeah, let us know. So on September 7th. the height. Yeah, they at least had his height. <laughs> Their height. Yeah, great work. On September 7th, the LaSalle County coroner said an autopsy revealed the body recovered belonged to a man but said due to the condition of the body, identification would take several weeks to possibly months. Is, is that because it was just so mutilated? He says it's because it's like too decomposed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they can tell from bones sometimes, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cop-out, I feel like. Yeah. Honestly, to me. Okay. In my opinion, I gotcha. say it's a little bit of a cop-out. Okay. The coroner, however, said that the case was separate from the missing person investigation into Day's disappearance, but did not elaborate on anything else. Okay. Jelani Day was reported missing by his mother, Cameron Bolden Day, and his college professor on August 24th, 2021. And because of that, searchers had been looking in that area where the body was found. Carmen told the police it's not like him to disappear without telling somebody what's up. Mm-hmm. Jelani was enrolled in Illinois State in August 2021 with aspirations of becoming a doctor. He was excited to become the first black man to graduate with this degree from ISU. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. So he was really doing good things. He was really excited awesome. about it. Going he, Yeah, he had a lot going for him, this obviously, is at the time. 2021, yeah, you said? 2021, wow. very recently. Okay. He never missed a class, mostly because that's very frowned upon in that kind of degree. Mm-hmm. Like, you for miss sure. one class, you lose so much information. Mm-hmm. So he never missed a class. So when he didn't show up to the class that day, his professor reported it missing immediately. Um, okay. While looking for him, police found his car which was a white 2010 Chrysler 300. It was in a secluded wooded area in Peru, Illinois, near the Illinois Valley YMCA. Now, I'm going to take a deep breath because this really makes me upset. Um, Peru, Illinois, is described to this day 
as a sundown town. Do you guys know what that is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it applies to a place that through policy, violence, or both, berate black people from the town after dark. Oh. Wow. Wow. That's disgusting. Yeah. And there are many of these communities in Illinois. Wow. What? So his car was found there. In this place, Damn. which, as the book Sundown Towns by James W. Lowen explains, the phrase is derived from the signs that may be put up in these places, formerly sported as the corporate limit signs that usually said, don't let the sun down, go down on you, with like a terrible derogatory. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. I've never heard of this here. before. Yeah. Dang. Awful. It like, it's distre it looks like super disturbing to me and it like makes me sick to my to like think about this still going on right and whole and communities agreeing to they're like yeah to do this, this is fine yeah. and like hey this is what our city is going to be yeah. about and, and we're all yeah. cool with it we're going to keep doing this mm -hmm. like loud and proud horrifying oh, to me gag yeah Shameful. yeah so Carmen Jelani's mom said he had no reason to be in Peru they had never visited there he had no friends no family like no reason at all to be there ever right the car was found with no license plate. It had been completely removed. No keys, no sign of Jelani. They did find a partially smoked lot and some clothes and a journal. Question. Yeah. How far is Peru from where he, they live? He lived. Um, from, Peru? I think, his college, it was okay. a couple towns away. A couple towns away. So yeah. are we talking maybe an hour away? I'm maybe? not sure if it's that far. Yeah, but, okay, um, maybe 30 minutes or so. Ooh, we're gonna smoke quick. <laughs> we'll be right we're back. Free. Yeah. We're free. Speaking of blunt, <laughs> <laughs> right? I heard that. I was like, all right. Oh, wow. Are we feeling stoned? Mm -hmm. All right. We're back from the blunt. No suicide note found in the journal. I'm not gonna tell you anything, but there's no suicide note. Yeah, he definitely didn't kill himself. Well, at least they admitted that. They did some, admit that. Sometimes they try to make it be like, oh, you know. I mean, in this particular case. They did try and play it off quite a bit that he got yeah. ran away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, um, a large search effort was launched near the site where the vehicle was found, and the police said the car was later removed and transported to a secure facility pending further processing. Okay. One of the officers, Officer Foreman, said, To me it is unusual the way his vehicle was. You know, it was off a parking lot. It was, like, deep into the woods, but it was, like, off a parking lot. That's unusual just in itself. There's not much I can release at this point, so just really to state the obvious that it's unusual. Yeah. And that was his What an odd yeah. statement. Really, right. right? It's odd. Like, and then he said, it's suspicious or unusual circumstances while he was missing, and then the car's location was also, you know, pretty suspicious or unusual. And I've been a police officer for 10 years, Foreman said. Does he not know any other words yeah. besides... It's odd, right? Yeah. It's odd wording to right. me. But, or like, I don't know. Maybe he's just nervous. He could be nervous and Suspicious. didn't know what to say. But Unusual. Mm -hmm. He was really <laughs> Very hammering the point. Unusual and suspicious, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yes. It was unusual. Concur. Yes. And suspicion. Guess oh. what? Yes. <laughs> we kind of figured. Unusual. 
This car that Jelani had, it belonged to his grandfather who had died in October of 2014. His mom said that he was uh, she was proud that Jelani had recently fixed up his grandfather's car wow. and he was working to pay off the cost of the repairs. Mm-hmm. On August 27th, the Bloomington Police Department released what is to believe the last known uh, photo or video of Jelani and his clothes from a security camera at ISU. The images were taken at about 7.20 a.m. on August 24th and shows Jelani wearing a blue button-up collared dress shirt, black pants, a black belt, black dress shoes, and a black face mask. This is COVID. Oh, gotcha. COVID times, you know. He's also, like, dressed to impress, too. Well, he he was going to be a doctor. So, like, in college, a lot of the time you have to dress Dress up, up. you know. Look at spiffy. He's dressed for his part. He's, you know, just finishing up class and stuff. Um, On August 31st, police say that they have obtained a new video of Jelani Day from a surveillance camera at Beyond Hello, which is a Bloomington cannabis dispensary. Um, The footage, which was taken at 9.12 a.m. on August 24th, so after the video of him at the school, this was taken. Um, It shows him wearing a different outfit, which is a blue Detroit Lions baseball cap. A black Jimi Hendrix t-shirt with like a graphic thing on it. Mm. White or silver shorts and black shoes with white soles. So completely different outfit yeah. than he was before. What was the date again? Um, it's the same date, which was August 24th. What, as the what, same day. What time then? He was shown in his dress clothes at 7.20 a.m. And then at the dispensary at 9.12 a.m. Oh, that's kind okay. of a short yeah. time. So he probably got off of class and was like, you know what, I'm going to go to the dispensary, re-up, mm-hmm. you know, change. I don't want to be in my dress clothes at the dispensary. Yeah. I don't want to smell or whatever, you know. So changed okay. out of that, went to the dispensary. He was seen on the cameras in those new clothes. And then his vehicle was also seen in the parking lot outside the business. Video captured his car leaving the parking lot afterwards. Police note, however, that most of his clothing items that he was wearing in the footage were found inside the vehicle. Wait, say that for me one more time. Police uh, noted that the clothing items that he was wearing in the footage were found in his car. Okay, so, thank you. All of the clothes that he was just seen on the camera. Both the mm-hmm. dress clothes and the casual clothes? I think they mean the ones that he was shown in the dispensary. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jelani's cell phone records show his iPhone was turned off at 9.21 a.m. So he was at the dispensary at 9.12. His phone was shut off at 9.21 a.m. That quick. Shortly after he was last seen at the dispensary in Bloomington. During this whole time, police and Jelani's family were looking for him. The police were trying to completely downplay his disappearance, saying that he might have been depressed and trying to get away from everything and just didn't tell anybody. Even though they're finding items in various places yeah. while his while his family is like adamant that he would not disappear. Yeah. He was excited and proud of his next steps in life. And he was a mama's boy. And he made sure that he, like, always communicated with his mom, no matter where he was going. Nice. Always. It's my dude. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He was, like, he was a mama's mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. So they knew, like, this was just so yeah. out of character yeah. for him. Over the course of the next few weeks, day school lanyard was found, his wallet. And they were spread, like, 
out between the YMCA near the river. Wow. In Peru, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the wallet was found in a different city. It was just a few blocks from his vehicle. Jelani's sneakers and shorts were found on a riverbank north of where that body was found in the river. The items contained DNA that was not Jelani's and still had not been identified, raising even more questions for the family. During all of this, Jelani's mother is begging police to identify the remains that were found in Peru. The DNA that was... Um, just the body that was oh, found gotcha. in the, the river. They still have not identified this body. Uh-huh. The male or female, black yeah. or white person. Yeah. 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 Still haven't identified it. This is a quote from her. They have this unidentified body, and we're supposed to just sit and wait. It matters to me that he's missing. It matters to me that I can't see him. Mm-hmm. Three weeks after the body was found in the river, it would be determined to be 25-year-old Jelani Day. After they said that it wasn't unbelievable. Official cause of death was determined to be drowning under suspicious circumstances. And he was identified through forensic dental identification and DNA testing comparison. Wow. Was there ever an explanation for why it was so decomposed? They do, yeah, they do go into it. Gotcha. Which I'll get into in just a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, Slow down. My bad, my bad. I got questions. I got questions. Uh, I'm not teasing you. I'm totally teasing you. I was going to just like skip around and just like do it, but I'm like... Yeah, no, that's fine. I can (laughs) wait. I can wait. They do explain it a little bit. But wait. There's more. (laughs) When Jelani's brother, Seb, went in to view the body... He was convinced it. He wasn't convinced it was his brother. Oh. They were warned that the body may look different than normal due to the time he spent in the water. Doesn't that mess with your like skin texture, yeah. your co- like skin yeah. coloring, mm-hmm. all of that? So yeah. mm-hmm. that probably explains why he was kind of unidentifiable. Yeah. 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 And even just like when you're not in the water, your skin already is, has like. Skin Skin slippage and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're So, like, yeah, when you're in the water, I think it, like, you accelerates that, that mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, especially if there's animals and stuff mm-hmm. in it. They warned him that the body may look different than normal due to the time he spent in the water. However, he was not prepared for the level of decomposition that he saw. He said he saw nothing of his brother. Wow. My brother went missing on August 24th. They found the body on September 4th, so that's not a very long time. The body was identified as my brother. It looks like it's been in the water for years. You couldn't identify whether it was male or female because there was no genitalia, he added. You couldn't tell the skin color because it was so pale and worn down. The face itself is something you would see in a science lab. Holy moly. That was a quote. Yeah. Can you imagine him having to see that? Mm-hmm. And then speak about it? Oh. No. They, oh, my God. No, I couldn't. And, and that's going to haunt you forever, yeah. like having to remember that. Awful. The Day family ended up hiring a private forensic pathologist to conduct a second autopsy. Day says that the family believes officials are not being straightforward with them and that there are some things that they are just trying to cover up a little bit. Yeah. Not wanting to talk about. Yeah. Beating around the bush. Yeah. In one source, I found that it said that the private pathologist was baffled by the work of the first coroner. He said he did not <laughs> follow bad. standard right. protocol. Right. Huge red flag. Scary. <laughs> yes. There was also a difference in how the body was described between the two exams. According to Day, from the hair being shaved in the first 
autopsy to there being no hair at all in a private exam. What? Which I don't, like, they that don't seems want odd to, to me. Try and test the hair? I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's, you shave a body. Not normal, no. yeah. Right? Like, I don't I think you do that. I think that's it's normal. the hair off. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. It's strange to me. If I you're would. testing hair, you would pluck a few hairs, yeah. I would think. Mm-hmm. I would think so, too. No, for them to avoid the next people to look at the body, you know, testing. Weird. Yeah. 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 The coroner's office told insider told an insider that it couldn't that they couldn't comment on the comparisons between the two forensic exams because they haven't seen the results of the private exam. They said his family had lost faith in the local law enforcement, feeling that the police initially downplayed his brother's disappearance and pushed the narrative that he was depressed and killed himself. They wouldn't provide a copy of the private autopsy. Just saying that his family was waiting to have a third autopsy done. Mm. This is a quote from Sev saying, We don't trust anything. He said, We're getting a third opinion, fourth opinions for everything, for closure. Mm-hmm. Which I completely understand. Yeah. Trust your gut at that point. What the hell's yeah. going on? I know. Type it's shit. scary. Like, what, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the official cause of death was ruled drowning on all of the autopsies done. But. And this is a big fucking butt, guys. Okay. When I was researching, I saw that there is not a way to determine that someone drowned other than ruling all other causes of death or pre-trauma caused death. They can't tell? No. Like, obviously, there would be some stuff in your lungs, probably. Yeah. But they can't determine that that's what. You could have also been, like, dying when you yeah. were thrown in the water. Could have been a heart attack, could have been yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they basically have to rule everything else out. Yeah. And then you're just like, you drink. Well, That's what you get to. Yep. Okay. So I thought that was very interesting. I guess they can't really tell when you, you stop breathing. Mm-hmm. No. Or any of that kind no. of stuff. Underwater. Yeah. And if this body is so decomposed, yeah. I don't think they're finding any other, like, bruising or... Strangulate, yep. you know, stra- strangulation wounds. marks or anything like that mm-hmm. because it doesn't seem like the skin is normal. I don't know if you're gonna find that. They yeah. said it was so completely decomposed that Did he like, the didn't water recognize. speed up yeah. that, or oh, it's yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was part of it. yeah. I found a quote from Dr. Jonathan L. Arden, president of the National Association of Medical Examiners. That there is no definitive test to determine that a death was caused by drowning. While medical examiners can find fluid in someone's lungs, the tests only show that the person was in the water. The cause of death could be unrelated, including heart attack, stroke, or allergic wow. reaction. Mm. And only after ruling out other possibilities will a medical examiner note drowning on a death certificate. Medical examiners then search for sign of struggle, such as bruising, to indicate that the person was held under the water. Arden said it would be hard to kill an adult by drowning without leaving some kind of clues from a struggle. But it's up to investigators to find those clues. They can't with what they're working with? Yes. Now, this is another kicker. Jelani was an avid swimmer and used to be on the school's swim team. Wow. Knew how to swim really well. Yeah, really well. Isn't gonna drown. Not likely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so especially in a, a, river. a river. Yeah, right. a random ass river, naked. 
Yeah. Mind you, naked. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets in a river and swims naked. No. You might do that in the lake. Yeah, and you leave know. your car in the woods. Like, what? Yeah, that's yeah. weird. You're not... And you're, you're not, not going to kill yourself really that secluded. way either. You're not no. going to drown yourself. Yeah. That's not... That's, that's not a way. Weather. Being a doctor student? Yeah. Yeah, no. You got to be... It's weird. Focusing it's it. so yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm not personally saying it is impossible he drowned. I'm just saying it's possible maybe his like head was forced into water or something or mm-hmm. something else happened. He was maybe knocked out or something. Yeah. I don't know. But gotcha. crazy. Confusion around the initial autopsy report, a second pathologist review of Day's body and details in a Chicago Suns Times story led to false posts on social media stating that Day's body parts were missing. False posts? Yeah. Yeah, the headline stated, Coroner's reports, Jelani's Day's organs were missing when he was found. What? Said one post published on Instagram on October 11th. The post caption went to say that the report stated the young man's organs and eyeballs were missing when he was found last month. The Sun-Times article cited comments from Day's mother, Carmen Boldenday, and the family's lawyer, Haley Benzer, describing the state of the body. And this was the quote, ready? Mm -hmm. The family's private forensic pathologist could find no brain. The article quoted them saying, no organs, neither, no liver, nor spleen. (laughs) Yeah. Cameron Bolden Day released a statement a few days after the Sun Times article ran to clarify like details. Yeah. Because these were obviously what the heck, and they're huge uh, allegations. Yeah, huge. She said nowhere in the article did it ever say that the eyes or the organs were removed. She said this article is accurate. However, people do take what they want from a conversation. In this case, an article. And say a quote or things incorrectly. And the information that he has written, he did in fact get from me based on my understanding of the two differing preliminary autopsy reports. Gotcha. Done by the two differing pathologists. Mm-hmm. LaSalle County Coroner Richard Polch verified with the AP that Day's organs were not missing. I can definitively say that when we recovered his body on September 4th from the river and did a subsequent autopsy on the 5th, that there were no organs missing from Jelani Day's body, Polch said. It was 77 degrees in the water for many days. The body just wow, has a that's natural. Warm. Yeah, it's really Holy warm. moly, 77? Yeah. 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 Hot. The body just has a natural decompo- decomposition that's going on. It's going to happen in the river. To the liver, tissues, and the body organs, Polch added. Polch said that the autopsy showed no signs of injury, assault, altercations, gunfire, or drug intoxication. Which is interesting because there was a half smoke blind. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I mean? I almost forgot about that. And that that's interesting and didn't come up yeah. at all in there. Which I find super interesting. That is. Would have st- yeah. Right? I would think it would still be in there. Now, there were certain things missing from the body, like his eyes and tissues, but that's mostly because he was in the water for a while, and there were fish, turtles, and aquatic life that could be attributed to what's missing. Six weeks after Jelani's body was found in the Illinois River, a man driving on I-55 North Bloomington pulled over to secure a mattress that he had tied to the roof of his car. By chance, he looked down at the side of the road and saw a shattered iPhone. It happened to be Jelani's Whoa. iPhone. 
The unidentified man took the iPhone, which Bolden Day describes as shattered, to Walmart and turned it in for cash. According to Bolden oh. Day, the man was paid $80 for the phone on October 17th. Okay. Okay. Days later, the man was contacted by someone in the Bloomington Police Department who was informed, informed the man that the phone had been identified as belonging to Jelani. Wow. Bolden Day said that she had learned of the story on November 11th from a Facebook post. So the cops didn't tell her any of this, which... No, she learned about it through Facebook. Facebook. Come on. Wouldn't you love that? To learn about that, about your son from Facebook. Yeah. Actually, someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice, isn't it? But an acquaintance of the man who'd found the phone had written it on Facebook. And she had seen it. Wow. Yeah. When she contacted the police department, the spokesperson confirmed that the department was in possession of the phone. Gotcha. Yeah. So we got that pretty quickly. I wonder how they identified it. That'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, I think they pulled like records or something. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. According to Carmen, the spokesperson said that the police hadn't contacted her because they wanted to be sure that the phone belonged to her son. Okay. Yeah. She was then asked if she wanted the Bloomington Police Department to look through the phone. She requested that the phone be turned over to the FBI. She and her supporters have made repeated calls to the FBI to take over the investigation Uh of his case. Yeah. Because it's so crazy and nothing is really coming up. Yeah, and they can't trust anybody. But they don't want to. They're not taking it over. Because they can't for some reason. Mm -hmm. So they're not taking over the case. It's staying with the Bloomington Police Department. They're trying to figure out things. Other options. Yeah. Obtained redacted police emails correspondence via the Freedom of Information Act mentions the extraction report of an Apple iPhone and that 23 chats and 17 messages were found on Jelani's cell phone, which was cross-referenced with his contact list. Uh Other emails mention six iPhone numbers of interest, while others detectives say nothing crazy on his phone extraction. Okay. So those are like quotes from emails. Gotcha. After that, there has been, like, no updates on that case whatsoever. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 2021 that happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way. found out since the phone has been I can't believe that. Yeah. Especially after trying to reach out to the FBI. Yeah. And having social media presence about it. Yeah. Wow. Peru, Indiana? Uh, Illinois. Illinois? Mm-hmm. Borgum. Borgum. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Well, and then that's just it. Yeah. There is a little good what? that does come from it. It's not like great like it because it's not been solved. Yeah. Nothing's really been done. Yeah. Lawmakers and Governor J.B. Pritzker. Pritzker. Signed the Jelani Day Bill on January 1st, 2023. Okay, what is the bill? Quote, this is a very tragic situation, and I think the legislature tries to respond to the needs of a family, said the state senator Dave Kohler. The Jelani Day Bill was Mm -hmm. co-sponsored by Kohler, and it it requires county coroners to turn over an unidentified body to the FBI if it has been more than 72 hours. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Over to the FBI? Yeah. That you said? Yep. So, so they cannot go. figure out who it is within 72 hours. 
the FBI. It goes to the FBI. Which I think is a great okay. bill. It is. I think it's awesome. I that way it's people can be pulled and stuff. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same time with yeah. it. Um, oh quote from him. I think the FBI certainly has a va- uh, vast resources and database that can help, whether it's fingerprinting or DNA coercion. In December of 2021, Jelani Day joint task force was announced to help identify and coordinate new leads in the death investigation. Man. The task force includes Bloomington Police Department, Peru De- Police Department, <sighs> Federal Bureau of Investigation, Chicago Division, LaSalle County Sheriff's Office, City of LaSalle Police Department, Illinois State Police, and the Illinois Attorney General Office. Wow. Uh, on the case. Not found shit. Kind of. It's a lot. Did they hold any type of investigations for Peru Police Department? Not that I found. Because if not, and they're on that team, I mean, come on, it makes you think, right? I I really did try and like research if there was any other cases that had happened in Peru. Yeah. Like murder cases similar, but I I couldn't find anything. Mm Mm-hmm. But it, I I really didn't know how to like research it too well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of hard to like search. It's a so, small town too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? What do you think the truth is? I think his cell phone was shut off so quick. Yeah. From that dispensary. Was it even him that shut it off? I don't Probably think not. so. Mm-hmm. Well, knowing what we know about that town, I think. And the dispensary yeah. was not in that town either. Well, somebody could have been hunting him. Yeah. Out. It's like not in that town. He didn't need to pass through Peru to mm-hmm. get back to school either. No. You know what I mean? So I have a, this interesting know. thought, but maybe there was somebody from one of those towns, a racist, because it's one of those sundown so, yeah. towns, that they didn't like how well he was doing in school. Wow. And... They did something, and their dad probably works for the police department or someone they know mm-hmm. and helped them cover it up. Very well could be. And yeah. And it's, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, it does. It really cool. does. And we don't talk the about Kendrick it The Kendrick Johnson uh-huh. case is a very similar case. Mm-hmm. I think it was Missouri. I can't remember where he lived. Maybe Alabama. Uh-huh. Something like that. Murdered at school. And I say at murdered school. because they say he just died. Yeah. He didn't what? just die. Rolled up in a they wrestling in a, mat. On a wrestling what? mat. What? He didn't just a... die there. He was upside down, suffocated. High school? Yeah. Beat I some think. crap, really crappy kids. Yeah. I think I remember seeing something about this. Actually. All of the footage from the school happens to be missing, missing or correct. always yes. something wrong. All with the cameras it. were down that day in the gym, the hallway, wherever. Yes. Yeah. Absurd. Yes. Very yes. similar. Yeah. yeah. Vibe. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm getting case. from this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is disgusting, horrific, awful. Yep. It's scary hearing about it at such a big level with these communities. And yes, that it keeps happening. Involvement yeah. and infection into the yeah. law enforcement, mm-hmm. maybe, you know? Yeah. Or... And not only that, we're not talking about the 50s. We're not talking about the 40s. Right? We're talking about 2021. Yep. And yeah, I think Kendrick Johnson was 2,000 something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it, wasn't it wasn't the 90s. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. 
It's horrific. Like mid two thousands, I think. Was it's wrong. I can't believe that we're still like doing this stupid mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, <laughs> can't believe it's it. But I hope just like talking about this like brings more awareness awareness to this. Yeah. It's not so far removed from what we think. You yeah. know, it's really not. The public can submit tips anonymously via one eight hundred call FBI. That's an easy number to remember. One eight hundred call FBI. <laughs> The FBI is offering up to $10,000 for substantial information. And the family is offering up to $25,000 in reward money. Yeah, so what are you guys' thoughts on this case? Well, I kind of shared mine. Mm -hmm. I think it has to be some... Somebody knew him or somebody had something against him. Or tried to steal his car or I I don't know. I don't feel like it's a random one-off. No type right. of thing. I see this dude. I'm gonna grab him or anything yeah. like that. Mm-mm. No, I think he had a target. He was yeah. targeted by yeah. one person, group of people. You think um, it was someone at his school? And they may not have been targeting him specifically, but maybe they were looking specifically for a black man looting the dispensary. You know, it could be like that. But I think this seems like it was premeditated. You know, because I'm a detective yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are just opinions. Yeah. Nobody gets upset. These are just opinions. So I know you said when you researched, Mm -hmm. you didn't see any similar cases. I couldn't find anything. And I like, I tried. Yeah, yeah. Do you think these are people who have done this a lot and have gone? I don't know. Yeah. And that's what I tried to find like in the river. Like was there more bodies that Mm -hmm. were found in the river? I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Because... There's actually a case that this is happening. It may be Illinois. It may be Texas. I can't remember. Right now, like to this day, they keep finding male bodies turning up in this river over and over and over and over. And perhaps we may have a serial killer on our hands. Well, there's been a warning that there's a serial killer that's making his way around. Pretty sure it's that guy because they keep finding dead men in the river, which is terrifying. Specifically targeting men, huh? Yes. Do you have any thoughts? No, I just kind of feel uh, sad, disgusted. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad, angry, sad, disgusted. Well, oh, we don't want the whole podcast to be about yeah. the, the sad side, so we want to share <laughs> a, about who Jelani was. Awesome. Um, Jelani awesome. Day was 25 years old. He was born June 1996, so he was 25 when he it's had passed year. away. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He was the fourth of Cameron Bolden Day's five children, raised in Danville, Illinois, a hardworking town in a former coal mining area, the kind of place known to make you or break you. A graduate of Alabama A&M University. Nice. Jelani mm-hmm. enrolled at Illinois State in August 2021 with aspirations of becoming a doctor. He was excited to be the first black man to graduate with that degree from ISU. That's amazing. His chosen major was speech pathology as he sought to make good on a childhood promise and compassion for his best friend, a little boy who was teased for a speech impediment. Oh, that's yeah, so he's sweet. really a good dude. Oh my gosh, that made me tear up. Yeah. That's really sweet. A member of Omega, how do you say that? I think it's Omega Sci Fi. 
retaining. Don't coil us because we're not for no We didn't go. 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 We with his family to Destin, Florida, for the Thanksgiving holiday. He had a clothing line launch planned for October 9th. Unfortunately, that ended up being his funeral date. Oh, my God. Man, this guy was doing all kinds of stuff. He was going places. A young man so full of life and promise and a vivacious mama's boy, beloved by family and friends. A dedicated son who was planning to donate bone marrow. Um, Wow. To his father who had cancer. He had a million reasons to live, oh. not die. Mm-hmm. So, like, with him having so much, bef- that's there's why I'm so like, much. there's somebody had something against yeah. him. Somebody was jealous. Jealous, yep. So, that's where sad. I went. And it's hard not to think that he was targeted because of his race. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that had to have played into it. Yeah. His family tried so hard. He could just like get some traction on it, yeah. and like yes, they did like search for him and da 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 da. Did they weren't straight? Come, they weren't straightforward with mm-hmm. her. They're not giving her compassion like you're supposed to give a fucking human. Like her son was just is missing, yes. is murdered, and you're like trying to bash his name, saying that he's depressed. Yeah. And, like well, not that that's a bad thing, but say that make he's. It- Running away from the yeah. whole family yeah. and like, back that up type of deal. like what? Mm-hmm. It's wrong. I just it's really sad. Sad. It hurts. Yeah. I, I know. They have to just hurt and ache for him because he just seems like such a good guy. Yeah. And where it said he was planning on donating bone marrow, like his father ended up passing away shortly after that. He, like, yeah, wasn't able to donate out. the bone marrow, you know what He's I mean? He's probably mm-hmm. a really good match, too. Yeah. yeah. It was sad. Wow. And it's not like they could even have used any of that after they found him because it has to be yeah. done very quickly. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. So, ultimately, two lives were lost because of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure more because of his... Mom oh, yeah. and sure, yeah, sure. And just, we just, yeah. I don't know, like, how, I don't know how you go on. Like, we go through so many of these cases. I don't know how you go on mm-hmm. after these, especially after something like this. Someone being so ripped away from you so quick, and then not getting any answers. It's yeah. Just I think yes. what is their Maybe. will to go on is to get it solved yeah in their yeah. lifetime they want to see that before they die yeah. mm-hmm. and we do too yeah absolutely come on let's get it someone knows yeah someone knows if you have any information be sure to share yeah and a lot of times they don't keep themselves quiet that's what i found out a lot yeah. with these cases and they can't keep their mouth shut they like the attention mm-hmm. that's okay you. keep yeah. talking mm-hmm. yep. yeah all right, with that, do you guys have any anything else to add to this unfortunate story? Other than appreciate the invitation here. Yeah, yeah. we love Thanks having for you. Thanks for being on. Yeah, hearing your thoughts, hearing yeah. your guys' Yeah, it's great interests. having your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, had a great time. So yeah. thank you. 
Until next time, stay high, be safe, and thanks for listening.